Zone World. This is the one year anniversary episode. So, what I wanted to do, I wanted to have on the first ever guest, Easy Jackson, and my man Mike Riley, who does the art every week. And we were all going to pick out some tracks by people who have appeared on the podcast throughout this year and talk about why we like them. Uh, it's been a real fun year. We're hopefully just getting started. Uh, thank you to everyone that's been on the show. And thank you to everyone that's listened to the show. Really means a lot. Of course, this artwork is by Mike Riley. As always, check him out at MikeRileyComics.com. And once again, we're being hosted by Splice Today. Check them out at splicetoday.com. Let's, Let's go, go in. We've been on two tours together. Yeah. Which have been amazing. Um, for the first time, I feel like, for the first, and as a result of that, for the first time in my life, in my rap career, I can honestly say I have a handful of fans across the country. Yeah. Which is cool. They constantly reach out to me, repost my stuff, and send me messages and stuff like that, which is which is really cool. Um, I started managing a city council race. That's which right. Is, which is interesting. Um, my boy Ryan Dorsey running in the third district and trying to push this artist in office idea, which on the last tour was something that I found myself drunkenly explaining to people many <laughs> nights outside of venues and in basements. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so it's cool to actually be putting that into action. Um, and man, you and I have gotten closer yeah. as friends. Um, uh, Pasolacqua, I now consider friends. P.T. Burnham, I definitely consider a friend now. The Bookhouse Boys, yeah. you know, uh, I know more about, you know, folks like Pauly Thanks and DMLH, it's just it's just great, man. All of the awesome people like Chudy Moreno and you know what I mean, heads like that. That uh, even Dan Deacon, you know what I'm saying? Like actually being able to like you know text him and talk to him is cool. Run into him and have a conversation, and uh, it's been cool. And your album came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dropped Living Now last September. And um, made a conscious decision to spend a year for the first time, like, pushing one project. And that seems to have garnered, you know, a bit of, a bit of success. Totally. It's cool. Rocked Artscape six stages this year. <laughs> we were talking a little bit about that earlier, but how did that, what was that like? Um, on Sunday, I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Why would you agree? <laughs> By Sunday, like Friday, I was like, come on, let's go. Let's yeah. go. And then <laughs> Sunday, I was just like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, and now it's Wednesday, and I'm still, like, not caught up on rest. Mm. 
but 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 it was fulfilling. It was real cool. Yeah, it was fun to be able to um, rock for different crowds and see yeah. you know see different folks at different stages and collaborate with artists you know who you know we've talked about it for years and it was cool. Did you have a big artscape weekend as well? Were were you in the mix or not really? Nah, no. I, I was support my wife. Uh, oh yeah, the, she's a professor at Micah, so she was showing her stuff down there. Yeah, so it was her first like, like she does gallery shows and all, and this was her first time like as kind of like a vendor where she yeah. was selling prints and all of her work. So I helped her get ready for that because I do the comic shows all the time. So. Yeah, yeah, and I just stayed out of the heat. I was sweating watching Easy on YouTube. <laughs> that was kind of enough for me. <laughs> like an endurance athlete. Yeah. I I feel like the way that you did it was the best. You probably played to like everybody that comes to your shows regularly, and then like a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah. Know? There were, there were a bunch of people who were like, I heard about you, but I never got a chance to yeah. catch you. And I, I thought that was that was real cool. I think that, I think that was one of the things I didn't even expect to get out of it. I just wanted to to because I'm always down there anyway. Like it's my favorite weekend of the year, yeah. so I'm always down there every day anyway, regardless of how hot it is. But usually, I you know I'm posted up somewhere under a tree with a with a big drink. Right, right, right. And this year I couldn't do that as much. And but out of that, I got got you know got some new yeah. yeah some board that was cool. How. What was your Ratscape set like? It was real short, <laughs> mm. um, which was actually impressive because that that's probably the first, one of the first shows, other than, like, when we tour, I, I always tell people, like, one of the things I really respect about you and that I like working with you is that you make sure we stick to time as much as possible. Right, And right. a lot of times in music, you know, it's kind of accepted that, like, things go late. Yeah. But Ratscape yeah. was literally right on time like like i was scheduled to start at 9 50 yeah. and i literally started at 9 50 and by 10 10 I, I had one more song to go because you know i like to talk in between songs right right and i was i was cut off um but but <laughs> it was but it was cool because it was high energy it was good enough yeah. i tried to make all my sets different at artscape this year so for the ratscape one i bought greenspan on with me mm. so that was fun because you know we did east west and then he did two of his songs and that was like a lot of high energy. We had the crowd jumping. Tom Kessler recorded it, and like I watched it like three times, just like hype off of the crowd's reaction it was yeah. real cool. I feel like it was like a truly diverse festival. Like that dude, you you were there for that dude, Elon said. Yeah, Elon is amazing. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's like this is a whack comparison because I don't even like this dude. But just for reference, I feel like it would be like on some like. Frank Ocean shit or something. Do you feel like yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just even, I think it's just even like more soulful. Like Elon, yeah. Elon got like that old, that old soul over that over this like futuristic sounding music, and it was it felt real trippy. Like I kind of was like, I should probably be on some kind of drug listening to this because <laughs> I probably think of like amazing shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> But it's. I feel like they do such a good job with like bringing these different worlds together. Yeah. In a way that's not just like mashing them together, you know, like yeah. like it's actually like curating this type uh, bill or whatever. Yeah, and it's cool to see because I think Josh Josh Schleppner reminded me that 
I was like the first rapper to play Ratscape. Literally, the it, first. literally like the first <laughs> like the first act on Friday when it was at the outhouse and nobody was there. Yeah. You know, and it was like it's great to see it evolve like it has. Like it's it's amazing. Him and Dylan and Mike and all those guys, like they did an awesome job. Mike, so you gotta break down a little bit about this experience of the past 365 days of doing this artwork yeah it's been like we were talking about the the evolution of it like yeah. i mean it really started that first time i emailed you was when you had easy on yeah. and i was just like a warm-up drawing listening like I, I sit at the computer and draw so i always got something going yeah and i'd listen to the first episode and I was like, let me sketch this up because I think I don't know if you had a graphic up or not, but it, it might have been no. like blank. And yeah. I was like, you should have something there. So I incorporated it into my warm up, and uh, I was pretty happy with it. And <laughs> like, yeah. so it just started rolling from there. Um, I did, uh, and then we were doing we were doing uh, portraits for a while, just just switching out the guests. Yeah, and I was like was cool but it's like i was like we can do something else with this so uh once we hit episode eight started with those parody or homage covers right right yeah i love that uh then it started like oh man for a year yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it's been uh it's been interesting like uh I, i went back through them last night thinking about getting ready for the show and uh saw like some where like i started to get like real figurative with it like um to i usually draw cartoons i draw cartoons all the time and then i wanted to like this cartoon doesn't quite look like the person so i started like if you look at the like episode four five six seven or so they start to get tight like looking like the person yeah and then um so that was fun for a while but like i feel like i need to go back so it's a consistent body of work (laughs) but uh (laughs) And some of those were, there's some of them are, where I look at them, I kind of laugh because there was like an awkward stage where I was, I still wanted them to feel cartoony so the eyes are bigger. And then like, like Jen, for instance, I feel like maybe she looks like nine years old in the drawing. <laughs> I feel a little weird about that. But, uh, but I think, I, and then I also was doing for a while, I was doing, uh, trying to do something distinct. Like I didn't want just round eyes with a dot, like to be like, I don't know how could I differentiate my work from somebody else's, and I was doing like these dashed eyes. I don't know yeah. if you ever noticed it. Yeah, yeah. So like the first half of them have like these dashes, and like I would ask my wife, I was like, "Does this look like whoever?" <laughs> and she's like, and she would always say, "Yeah," except like like the lizard eyes. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's what I want to do," and I finally broke down, and now everybody's got regular cartoon eyes. <laughs> But it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun. There's something I've developed like an appreciation for the aesthetic. Like when when I first started looking at them, it's like these are so cheesy. Like this is before they ha- had these like I don't know before they got slick with how they present everything. But yeah. I've grown to love it. Like mm-hmm. like it looks like a bad school portrait. Some of them, yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. are like I just laugh out loud seeing the originals. Right. And then, right. But like now I love it. Like, like yeah. that one we were talking about Houdini with the. It's like if you took a design class, they would tell you no on everything they did. <laughs> right. It's like yellow suits and a yellow sky and a yellow carpet with pyramids and like, and then their hats, of course. And it's like it's like what the hell is, what were they thinking? 
It's like that's that's probably like one of your favorites. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of them like that that are like so whack that it goes back around and it's it's tight again. I don't think it's wrong to reveal this on the podcast, but but we've had some discussions recently about like can we keep up this pace and. We both said no, and then we both said yes again. <laughs> so it's like I'm, I'm just, awesome. I'm just <laughs> curious, like what for you, from like an art perspective, like, like, what do you, what, what do you feel that it takes to like make time to like do this every week and not like be like, just like, stop dead from doing anything else. Yeah, that's the thing is I got to thinking about like off of that conversation where I was like, I was like, what a relief. I only have to do once a month. We were talking for a while. And when I like as we talked about it more, I realized like a lot of it is I mean, I work at the computer and it's so easy to lose time at the computer. Yeah. And so it's like I just sometimes you get complacent where you're like back and forth between stuff. And then when, like, when I'm working on projects, I like to take off, like, bite big, like, if I'm doing a comic book, I need to bite off, like, a big chunk of time, like, four or five hours. And so, if I got, like, the deadline closing in, like, that, like, that chunk of time where I could roll through something, I got to break it up depending on what's coming up. Yeah. And so, so, part of it is just time management. Part of it is... um just my like focus, just general focus, like like get on this, stay on this till it's done. Right. And so it's lots of variables, lots of like ADD, a little bit of that, and um, just life. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like timing, we had some timing, like where it was like, especially you're on the road and things like right. that, trying to coordinate. Like so, I know what I'm should be working on in time to get it up. So. But I think we got a nice lead on that yeah. stuff. Now. Yeah, I feel like on tour, like, everyone that I planned eventually got canceled yeah. and then just new ones appeared. Drunk <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, a lot. We tried to do Jack Toff. Oh, he, oh yeah? Yeah. That night. It's like, oh, yeah, he was done. Like, after I dropped you off, he, yeah. he's just like, he's like, I'm too throat. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Jack. <laughs> just like that. But, but yeah, like I, th- I think for me, it's it's partially if doing the podcast is the only thing I get done in a week, that's whack. But it's not the fault of the podcast as much as it's just my fault in general. You, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, right it, with you. Plus, yeah. the podcast gets done. <laughs> so it's, it's something. It's, yeah, it's, it's keep moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Before we get into these songs, like, I feel like you said you had some other observation on these guests in general or something like that. The coolest part for me has been, like, when I when you tell me who's coming on, like, I've got a folder where, like, at first, when, we st- when I started doing covers, I was like, what else would make a good cover? And I started dragging, like, I got my desktop, yeah. I've got all these albums that I listened to growing up and um, some stuff that I, where I knew a song or two and never... Like I'm tracking, doing research, tracking down albums that I didn't have necessarily, but that I thought would be good candidates. And, yeah. And um, 
But what I do is, when you tell me who's coming on, I'll go find their stuff, and I'll I'll start listening and like draw to listen to them. And um, like I didn't do it initially, but like after four or five parody or homage covers, I started like, what what's a good fit? Yeah. And so, like Dave. Uh, special weapon? Secret weapon. Secret weapon. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, a poster actually went up all over the city that said special weapon. Dave I didn't do that, did I? <laughs> no, no, no. But it's a common yeah. thing. Yeah. Secret weapon makes more sense. <laughs> but, uh, but so, like, I listened to the artist and I, I'm thinking, like, this may not be their influences. But I'm finding bits and pieces of this stuff in there. Like when I hear it, it it can reminds me of like a hook or a or like some of the songs I picked. It's where I picked them based on the tone of their voice or something like that. Yeah, some connection. Like it makes sense to use that cover. Mm. And so the feedback I've gotten from that has been like trippy, almost in mm. some cases. Like Dave. Oh, yeah. And I knew I've talked about music with him a lot, and yeah. talked about like Marley Marl, like uh, like old school stuff that I listened to, like in middle school and all that. He he was familiar with, and um, so like that one is one where you told he told you he's probably going to do this cover, yeah, before <laughs> before <laughs> yeah, while was I was crazy. working on it, yeah. Wow. And uh, like, and it's not even like a, I mean, it's famous in rap, but it's not like yeah, like a obvious cover to do, you yeah. Know? Yeah, and it's one I wasn't like. It's so like that cover is like kind of stark, like black right. and white photo with two big faces, which didn't really make sense when you're doing a cartoon version of somebody to try and like it would be kind of boring. It's like one yeah. of the more boring covers, but it was like the fact that he he felt that coming was cool. I had that just last two weeks ago with uh, Hy, where the guy I had Brand Nubian was like one of my favorite tapes when I was a kid, like middle. middle or I was in high school when I came out. But uh, it's one like, we talked about where I was like into it over and over yeah. again. And so I always wanted to do that cover from their their album. Um, and I'd been saving it. And then like I thought, oh, Sterling would be a great fit for this. Yeah. And because uh, like the, just the style, like content, like where it's like kind of like party music, but real serious stuff. Right. Throughout, layered in there. And then um, I didn't know he, I didn't know he was on Twitter until you tweeted the episode, and then I went, oh okay, let me check it out. And I went and looked, and like three tweets down, he mentioned Sadat X. Oh yeah, brand new, yeah. and that's like a twenty year old reference. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he tweeted that while I was drawing this. So <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> and there's been a couple couple bits like that where it keeps coming up, and it feels good. Something, something. We're on the right track, I think. Yeah. That's there was like 10% of my mind that was like, is Lord Jamar going to make a video like against me now? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that it was me as Lord Jamar? Uh, yeah. That's funny. And when, you, when you, you said that in the email, and I actually hadn't listened to... I spent like a whole day listening to Lord Jamar. <laughs> <laughs> like, thrashing people. Like, I was like, man, this guy makes a lot of sense. I better turn it off for a while. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, you'll be like in his like cult. By like, <laughs> I had an observation that I don't know if you guys might appreciate since you're on the inside and don't 
maybe no will have like the outsider sense of but the round robin yeah like i went to the kickoff show at mm-hmm. the crown and um it was kind of like i know you you'd done it before i guess a couple of people there had done it before but it was still like uh uncertainty like feeling it out mm. it was kind of the vibe once before, when it got rolling like who goes next like what's the order like it was, are the numbers even and all and like i had this analogy in my head after i saw the uh the um like i saw the first show and then the last show and uh, it was like uh a preseason hockey game <laughs> and then like when i felt like when i came to the show at the the curfew show where like you guys were all like raspy voices from going so hard <laughs> and like and, like and it reminded me of like a hockey playoff like when you get to the finals in the hockey tournament or the hockey season whatever like uh, everybody's got stitches on their face mm-hmm. everybody they're still going hard as possible like yeah. still killing it every shift <laughs> and but the, even though like they're beat up and and that's what it felt like it felt like the championship yes <laughs> like, everybody yeah. was like I, everybody's voices were spent <laughs> And like it's just still going for it. It was it was impressive. Oh, thanks. That's man. what it felt like to me. That's definitely how I felt. Like, all right, playoffs. We gotta get through this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every, everybody was spent, but their hearts were still in it. One hundred percent. It was a, it was a cool show to be at. That's awesome. I'm, that means even more because I felt so like I don't know if you felt the same way. I felt so like compromised just by like. Cause like, cause the curfew was the last night. Yeah, the curfew, yeah. Yeah, like I just, I, I had just got back. Yeah. That like that day, and it's like, and it's like we got the national guard here, yeah. and we have to start the show when like the sun is out. Yeah. And I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, but I think we did our thing, you know. Yeah. So I'm like yeah. really glad to hear that, you know. Yeah, the first song that I picked, this is one where, uh, this is one where you got the day, you got the name to me like the day before I was going on vacation. So right. I had to, I had to crank it out in one yeah. day. And it had uh, King T, like that's an album I wanted to do for a while. And I thought yeah. like, I, um, the other, the other issue was like a lot of times, like I said, like I say, like to familiarize myself with the music and. Like I didn't have ch- a chance to do that this time, so like I like I did a quick search for '83 Cutlass, and I had to scroll through six pages of Cars to, 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 yeah. find, to find the dude. And so I kind of like got a picture of him and rushed through the piece and uh, to get it get it to you before I left. And then when I went back and listened to the episode, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta I gotta revisit this" because right. it was like it was a heavy episode. It was like um, when I heard the episode and then finally got a chance to spend some time with the music uh i was like like the song i picked is i say and it's yeah. like i mean it's oh, like yeah. his life <laughs> it's like yeah. i mean like line for line it's like stuff that he talked about when he was on there and um it's like uh it blew me away and i had to like still like it did, I, like my drawing didn't do it justice but i at least had to put <laughs> like replace that switch it out to get get a, a proper cover on there oh um <laughs> And then the song itself, like, I listened to it a lot um, when I was redrawing it. Yeah. And um, it's, like, the production of it, there's, like, a real somber piano. Um, and then, like, it's it's got, like, an old school, like, the there's, like, some tinniness to the 
to the vocals when he comes in like mm. it's not quite acapella because there's like that like sad it's like sadness and then like yeah he comes in like fiery on top of it and then like as it goes along it's like kind of i don't know something about it feels like triumphant to me it's like like all this things that he's dealt with and the sadness and anger and that comes out of that and just managing it like a lot of the artists that a lot of artists in general like do that but it's like that song seems to encapsulate it and it's <laughs> let's go Professing a death sentence, my poem's a death sentence Sequence, the seek vengeance I'm saying with benevolence and I speak Without pretending, turn queens The wars and tell them, turn water to watermelon I'm sure the shores I sail on No jackass to pin the tail on No tails on my suits when tailored My teachings are never failure Coming like checks that I mail ya On mountaintops on Mahalia Smoking like Marley and Whalers Cussing the drunkards of sailors Soldiers and armies to nail ya Female attraction, no trailer Teacher said I was a failure Don't fuck with judges and bailers Not cause they trying to trail us Off of the smoke, we inhale them Elders and youth, they all hail them Watching my shit Go sailing by, motherfucker I ain't here for the talk I done wild the fuck out of half my life I lost So I regroup, read up Stop getting eat up Now I regroup, read up and reshoot I say I ain't giving up, nigga, not today If they gon' catch me, they gon' catch me while I'm running Cause I ain't living on my knees, homeboy Ain't sure I got too much On my back to just give up So I got no choice but to hold it down in these last days, I'ma stand proud. God help me work it out. Rising up out of a section wild, it's the wildest of westerns. Lava flying out of my chest, and I'ma pay homage and bless them. No time to hire the henchmen. Don't try to wire the witness. Leave them in silence and ditches. Silence is popping ridiculous. I done came out of the trenches, wildin' on islands for Christmas, smashing the baddest of bitches. Autograph tagging the pictures, bags of the hash in my mittens. Running on all pistons, the home city arm engine. Wildin' like a nigga, ride a motherfuckin' car with the goddamn doors missing. I was out my fucking mind when I started this bitch, but now they listen. Running like a bad up out of hell without a second left. See them on my back, but I be damned if they get through my neck. I be having dreams of things that I ain't never seen. I be going out of my mind trying to obtain these things. Took some medication. It ain't helped my situation. I can't close my eyes when praying cause I gotta watch for Satan. I say, I ain't giving up, nigga, not today. If they gon' catch me, they gon' catch me while I'm running. Cause I ain't living on my knees, homeboy. Ain't sure. I got too much on my back to just give up. So I got no choice but to hold it down. In these last days, I'ma stand proud. God help me work it out. Blasting off like astronauts, passing off the grass and spark. My passion is to smash them all. I see them come like Adderall. My actions make an ass of yo. Active assassin blasting off. A river swimming battle or travel far with the battle start. In the galactic tactics, this starts stampedes and killing dangerous species such as black man me. I ride elephants with the Napoles in a swarm of bees in the inner storm of the seas and float away with the leaves. That's if I choose to leave. My mission is with the trees, the heights that you ain't seen. My life and what it seems. I'm nicer than you believe. I had nights I couldn't believe. I'm right on my own. 
your feet You might as well pull your piece I'm owning this bitch Hold me the fuck about no lease And the only thing I'm running from Is time and the police Next time them cars come I run before the tire screech I ain't got no fucking time For my kids to see cuff on me I say I ain't giving up, nigga, not today If they gon' catch me, they gon' catch me while I'm running Cause I ain't living on my knees, homeboy Ain't short, I got too much On my back to just give up So I got no choice but to hold it down In these last days, I'ma stand proud God help me work it out, I say I ain't giving up, nigga, not today If they gon' catch me, they gon' catch me while I'm running Cause I ain't living on my knees, homeboy Short. I got too much on my back to just give up So I got no choice but to hold it down In these last days I'ma stay proud God help me work it out, I say I wanted to do this track, uh, Panamime Jack By Ed Schrader's Music Beat When he had his episode, something that really struck me Was him talking about how like He felt like he just came off to everybody in Baltimore as, like, this, like, windbag, kind (laughs) of, like, when he, he like, when he got here, and, like, you know, he was like, I want to do music, and it seemed like he was almost, like, discouraged from doing it, like, just because people thought of him as this, like, zany goofball or something, and, like, everything he's put out, I just love more and more, and, and I think it's, like, I feel like he's undeniably like a huge part of Baltimore music now. Oh yeah, like sure. yeah, I got to see him the last night at Scapescape. He closed no, he closed out Saturday night at Scapescape, and um, that was that was my first time getting to see him. Like I listened to him and hadn't seen him live yeah. before. It was amazing. Oh, awesome! Yeah, awesome. it was awesome. Him and Devlin. Yep, <laughs> they killed it. <laughs> killed it.
my next one was uh Paulie Thinks. Um Mo Dunks the is yes. it called is it called the Mo Dunks anthem or I think so, yeah. Mo Dunks kid I get the yeah. party started. <laughs> But I really, I really enjoyed him like bringing this character alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, like, like me having a theater background, I love to watch rappers explore and experiment with characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just thought it was genius that Paulie did that. And it's just, I don't know, I loved it. It tickled me. What the fucking working man supposed to do? You go to one of them fucking Starbucks. The poor working guy. What do they fucking think they're serving over there? Fucking liquid gold, a fucking cup of coffee, and a piece of pound cake, seven dollars? Stick it up your ass, fucking Starbucks. Yeah, Dog's cat. King of the Commonwealth, dog. Let me get a regular, one one. Mo Dunks kid, get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, fuck your mind retarded. Mo Dunks kid, get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I make the joint retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I fuck your mind retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I'm running this game like Tom Brady, pulling the ladies like Tom Brady. My cousin Bobby knows Tom Brady. Tom Brady, dude. You can cut my CD at your local packy. Fuck the Yankees, whatever. I'll be banging Jeter's mind and sister in the green monster. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I'm fucking my retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I make the joint retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I make the joint retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the State, I'm wicked smarter. Boston Express, first class charter. Manchester Community College in New Hampshire. Bending your board over the bubbler. Jimmy McGlynn, that's my brother. Marty McGown, he's another. Driving in the stolen car on the pike. Drinking 40s, feeling alright. Mobbing from Southie to Malden. Throw another keg of the night. From Chelsea to Brockton, Whitey Bulger, fucking fag, a rat, a snitch, Mo Dunks kid, that's the real shit. I'm Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I make the joint retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I fucking my retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid, I fucking my retarded. Mo Dunks kid, I get the party started. Mo Dunks kid. This was one of my favorite covers, not to do, but one of my favorite covers to go back and look at is uh, when Kate, or, uh, Kate Ferenc. 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 Yeah. Well, Kate Ferenc. <laughs> Take that from the top. Uh, <laughs> and she was on, and I, I kind of picked it because of her, the tone of her voice. Like, yeah. She had like a, 
pixie-ish. I hope that's a, a like kind of a ethereal voice, and it reminded me of uh, Baby D from JJ Fad. <laughs> like mm. And the the cover is hysterical to me because I was talking about how like I was like that one. I just so I remember that fashion, like the volleyball sweatshirts and then mm-hmm. the stopwatches. Like everybody wore stopwatches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like in retrospect, it, it's like pretty funny and then so i went full on with the like i used the cartoon teeth and like silliness and got the lady sunglasses on you and all so that i love that cover it cracks me up um and then when i was listening to her music um like most of it actually conjured up like i was when i listened to it i just inside of like animation was like welling up Mm. seeing these images like a comic book that was set in like a old castle and like the song i'm picking here is a fire band evil sword uh it's called always hungry and i actually had like a story idea when i was listening to it the story idea unfolded and then i went back afterwards and looked for it on youtube and saw like the live set and like it kind of matched what i was envisioning so it was kind of cool it's like a kind of gothic peewee's playhouse type mm-hmm. <laughs> live set was was really interesting Trouble Knows Me. Oh, yeah. I actually didn't listen to it until last night. I was afraid it would invoke some jealousy within me that that Sam's down (laughs) madly. Like, can I I say that? Like, I don't know. But, like, I feel like it's just fucking awesome. I feel like it's kind of like the perfect rhyme to be be on this Mad Lib track. Yeah, I saw I saw the article about it in the in the link, and I I didn't get a chance to check it out. Yeah, where now I'm definitely gonna check it out. I feel you though. I'm always like, I don't know. I don't. I like. I guess I've seen quite a few Baltimore rappers now, like you know, like King Los, and you know now Sam and others like go from the cipher. You know what I mean? Standing yeah. on the corner rapping with you to you know stuff like that, and I and I, it's encouraging to me. Like I, I love it. You know what I mean? I'm cause I, you know, so, but uh, but I feel you. I can relate to like that <laughs> that feeling. Like damn. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just a general thing. Like I feel like the internet brings it out of you, where it's just like yeah, 
cool what else awesome is happening to everybody else <laughs> today <laughs> well you be one of those snobs that's like he sound better before before Mad Lib you should have heard the before Mad Lib right like Ernst <laughs> right on bro hey look here he said who the fucking beetle Crash course in addiction, Venice in the train track, heavyweight affliction. Leave me get the one stop, credit to my pencil. Parachute me into space, vape life, guaranteed a great babe, head right, call me late. Making moves as a 22. and whites. Grab a satchel for the night, side game, ankle duct tape on the cable. Held my pants up, eyes unstable. Now I'm on cable. Sperry tops never fit me right. Quarter life Christ had me pissing on the floor at night. Fortified wine at the bottom of a quarter pipe. Mad dog foaming at the mouth of some cherry pie. I'm hungry for the 4th of July Fireworks burst in my mind's eye My mind's still that of a child Say she see me after one, I see you after two Close the bar down, then I'm on a coup Like a dove out the coop And I'm flying, man, high fever Petroleum tastes like nitrous tank And Iron Man, watch me breathe Shuffle hard to the mirror Breath on the window, myself the reflection Bendy face count the red dot Jaw twisted like a rain so shoebox Asking who's lost, where's everybody? I'm alone, counting on my fingertips Once it's bought, once it's sold, girl Keep calling, now she banging on my door Wanna answer, but this dick is feeling low Home. Hungry for a piece of the pie Fireworks lurk in this strict nine And my mind's still that of a child My bags after midnight, looking to the moon and the firefly constellation crush late June with a crumpled pack of camels and a tarnished coke spoon. Always thought I had potential more than most do, and I thought that I was grown to. But what to do about it? Handshaking, uncontrollable and nervous sounding. Residue under my cuticles is falling out. Power's been off three months, so I do without it. Eating plastic chips, hoping I might strike gold. Bird shit in pine cone, crack tooth on limestone, sweat stained to find mine. I find time to head home when old souls die hard in that trouble room. I'm hungry for the 4th of July when fireworks burst in my mind's eye Cause my mind was still that of a child
is one of yours, Hype. Um, bring oh, your shit. soul. Um, I I really, really, really love this song. And I think like you got quite a few songs that I really dig. Um, this one is probably my favorite one because um, <clears throat> one I had a lot of fun shooting the video with you. It was cold as hell. But me and Ashley and Emily, Gabby were like tripping the whole time. It was just like a fun time in the snow with friends, you know what I mean? And I thought that was cool. Um, but then two, I remember there was a part early on where you were deciding to cut the song from the set. Oh yeah. And um yeah. and and you mentioned it to us and I was like, yo, you need to, you should do that. Like you know, you should keep it going. And and as the tour went on, you developed this kind of speech or introduction about it. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, you know, I'm I'm kind of a shy guy. And a lot of times we all can be, you know, shy, but we can't let that prevent us from enjoying life or something like that, how you said it. Yeah. And night after night, I would see people respond to that, get it, relate and then the track track drop and watch them bring their soul to the function you know what i mean and then you know and then me and brent uh and and me brent me brent and brian had started to add our vocals on to it as it went on and it developed as like this really fun part of the set where you know i would watch the crowd or people in the crowd go Oh yeah, it's alright to like. <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and bring my soul to the function. So that I picked that one. I like that. I'm done sitting up here looking out the window. Let's head outside and hit. The street But when we come I don't wanna play the wall Like I always do I wanna get lost in the summer heat Bring me 
inspired by another uh, one of those uh, YouTube uh, artscape YouTubes. I saw uh, Bond Street District, mm. and um, their their song Mayweather. Oh it's, yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty tight. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> That's my joint. And it's it's like it also it has like I think all music is kind of like the cyclical like there's some 90s some 90s rap like production wise coming there like the horns and stuff right. it's like mm-hmm. kind of like that brand nubian mm-hmm. um that i was talking about earlier and so it has like that bombastic and and like kind of that motown i guess is where like some of those samples are from mm-hmm. so it's like this familiar thing but then uh ddm is like like nothing i've ever seen before like as far as his presence and like the content of his lyrics and like yeah. his persona is like <laughs> like I definitely have seen that in rap and like and it's like feels so new even though it it is built on some of that old sounding stuff. Also listening to that group, like I've I've listened to DDM's other stuff and I feel like this is a might be a case where the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Like like I don't know, he seems to like with that producer yeah stuff yeah. seems like next level from yeah, what yeah, they've been totally. doing. Like yeah, I'm definitely. To seeing where that's going. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a badass couple of songs they got. On Public Radio International. Bond Street District presents Everybody So Sleepy, a Paul Hudson production starring DDM as Uncle Lulu, aka Killer Queen, aka This Is Your Father Speaking, aka Yes Bitch, Come Through. Coming this November. Baltimore. Nigga, I'm a shady lady. I talk a lot of junk like Fred and Grady. Black creating in a gold Mercedes that a black, 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 black. Ashes to ashes, they all fall down. You lames ought to kill yourself. You know the queen don't fuck with the help. I can't deal with the shade. I've never been a trend or a fan. So when you wash out with the waves, I'ma still have a trick in my bag. Get your money, Lord Daddy, while your gimmick is hot I'ma let you eat good till I get on the clock I'ma make it tap out when I get on top Now keep staring the pot I'ma bang that bitch Mayweather I'ma bang that bitch Rocky Balboa I'ma bang that bitch Say something I'ma bang that bitch Now get down I'm the truth, the way and the light Never been a slouch when it comes to the mic You're in and that buzz, I ain't buying the hype Something smell fishier than two bold dice Yikes! The how, the what, the when, the where, the who Under your skin like jailhouse tattoos Jailhouse rock coming through in balloons Barack, babadoo, bop, barack, bamboo Baltimore, home of the coat You better buckle up, cause it's ready to snow You better talk shit to them niggas you know Cause if you try me, then we're coming to blow I'ma bang that bitch Mayweather, I'ma bang that bitch Rocky Balboa, I'ma bang that bitch Say something, I'ma bang that bitch Now get down
one because I picked it because we just had Jimmy McMillan on. Oh, cool. And also we had Chris Freeland of Oxes on. And this is um, strong enough a cover of it's so it's a cover of the Cheryl Crow songs strong enough mm-hmm. by Oxes and Will Oldham God I feel like hell tonight Tears of rage I cannot fight I'll be the last to help you understand Are you strong enough to be my man? Nothing's true and nothing's right So let me be Snow on here who is amazing um, and why Oak is amazing but uh, my favorite song that they have is when they covered the Baltimore Club song Dance My Pain Away yes and and we were talking about this earlier and you said it you said it Dan I, I agree it's probably one of the most underrated covers when you talk about like genre mixing yeah. and like remixing but yeah, I love that song. Everybody, and most people that know me know I'm like a big club music fan anyway. So, whereas like I just I, when I think about the Riley version, I just think about like 
sweating my ass off down at the Paradox back in the day and just, like, truly dancing my pain away, you know what I mean? And, like, getting it in, you know, where it's, like, the Wild Oak one, I feel like I'm a little older now, and so, like, it's, like, a good one to, like, kind of dance around the house with a cup yeah. of coffee and just, like, it's smooth, it's slick. <laughs> that, uh, that episode stuck with me, too, because that was interesting, like, like when I'm doing my artwork and my doing my comics and getting them out there and like just like the weirdness of social media like something I used to do more and that I do less from listening to the podcast is I used to look at my numbers and stuff and like mm-hmm. thinking like oh do people how do people react to that like I lost mm-hmm. five followers with that was it because it was whack or did I offend someone or and like I would think about that stuff and and then as the when audience grows, there's like a little more pressure involved with it. And like Jen talking about how, I mean, because they were huge, they were yeah. worldwide, and she was, but still like a small operation, like her running the page, and just running the Facebook page, for instance, right, talking right. about like the how just the the masses, like the comments and all the pressure that comes with that, like like where they're like commenting making comments about their appearance and things like that that i never have to deal with with gave me a new perspective on like what what artists go through like what female artists go through and like just the pressures that of like success and like the drawbacks of it it was a very Mm -hmm. fascinating i listened to that one twice probably
so uh, the song I picked is uh, P.T. Burnham, Mark of the Wub, featuring Drew Scott. Oh, yeah. And that is, I actually have found it hard to pick a track from that uh, that album, Pink yeah. Lasers, because it feels, I'm sure it was intentional, it feels like, uh, I mean, it's finely crafted, you can tell, like, it's, like, he really thinks deeply about when he's putting stuff together, and um, so it's like a concept album. And I, I recognize the reference Pink Lasers is a, a Philip K. Dick novel about like satellites that control your mind and all. Right, right. And I, I was I glad, glad I got a chance to talk to PT after the last round robin show, um, where he's taking the content from this like some of the themes from these old Philip K. Dick novels, which are like paranoid uh, technology and Big Brother and that type of yeah. thing, and it's like. But if you listen to the lyrics, so it sounds like a sci-fi horror movie, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's all factual, modern-day like situations that mm. he's describing. He's not embellishing things like when you really pay attention. And uh, so it's like, I told him it was like a horror movie. <laughs> it was, right. And it was also like that was such an interesting element to the Rap Round Robin tour because like it took a couple rounds for people to figure out seemed like to me where where he was coming from because it's like some party sound of music and then he comes screaming and like veins bulging and like ready to go <laughs> and uh like w- watching the crowd kind of like oh, okay like figure it out as like on the third round or whatever yeah it was, it was awesome and he's like he's a person like he he's it's like all out there like you can tell like like we were talking earlier about using art to work through things like depression and anger and all, and it's like, it's like uh, I admire. Like you can tell he's just got so much energy and how he's kind of like fo- so focused on making, creating, using that energy to create and build, and it's it comes through in the music and the live performance, and it's that album is worth definitely worth a listen. It's cool. It's in my head all the time. Yeah, that King Dick song is like always. Drumming in my head. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) You ever wake up with a distinct impression that things are not as they seem on the surface? A certain sense of unease creeping in through the scenes and the perfect scenery furnished for your convenience. I mean, things tend to break into the eye. Side effects of green Pocket of vision include Strange dreams of decay Where some digital god's brain disintegrates Exploding into the hours Like a thousand paper flowers Out over the ocean Under a sky that's bleeding Everything breaking down And I'm a scorpion dreaming Stuck in the crack of the hourglass, every grain of sand passes Reminds me that I'm minuscule, but really who's asking? Head spaces like a hamster, wheels traction Pent up distractions, off the back spins reactions Sent messages in a casket, see I wanna believe I think I know what I've seen But you got a knack for making me seem so delusional and naive Like I dreamt it all the fuck up and the big picture's free of touch-ups Not sure why I ran from, but my shit kickers are all scuffed up So somebody tell me what's what You can't pull back the curtain just an inch I'm blindfolding, expecting not to catch a glimpse Put a plot to the twist I'm not as dumb as you make them feel I've been around a hoax or two And little piggies always squeal Piggy down all you want I'm not conditioned to always feel Got a great relationship with death And always will You know the drill
You know the drill. You know the drill. Oh, I picked this song by Witch Magic uh, called Eyes. I feel like sometimes I have these moments where it's like you see stuff that people have done and you realize they're not just like someone you'll just see around. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, this, this person is like a real part of the music community or whatever right. you know what i mean and and this is an older track but and i think it's one that hasn't got too much shine that it, that it deserves but but yeah this, this was like that for me it's called eyes Pasolacqua, other thing. Oh, tight, tight. Um, that's that's another song I always looked forward to 
on the tour, them playing. It's just a it's just a real cool song. I liked a lot of the references. It was fun. A lot of times you saw the crowd. Another moment where you saw the crowd come alive and you know really get into it. Another song where you know I figured out how to sneak my vocals in from my stage to like add on to it and as it went on it was it was cool so and and then also you got to kind of see the the two of them their personalities come alive in that song when they do it live yeah you know what i mean it's, it's real cool i like the writing and everything it's, yeah yeah that's definitely a highlight for me as well for yeah the, the live set rap rap time ladies and gentlemen that's a lot cool Hey yo, before I do my thing, I do my other thing, 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 thing. Before I do my thing, I do my other thing, 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 thing. I said before I do my thing, I do my other thing, 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 thing. Before I do my thing, I got my other thing locked up. Way down in the underground where aliens came from. Money spent on the foundation army, 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 the foundation army
A quick note before we end this off, I wanted to say that we are going to take one week off for this year anniversary, so we will be back in two weeks for year two. Thanks, guys.